What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. We are going to dive into breaking free from lethal thought patterns and step into your God-given purpose. What's up? Welcome back to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. So excited to have you here. This is going to be what I'm going to call a speed episode. It is going to be a powerful, empowering, motivating message for my leaders out there who are looking to stay on fire for what God is doing in their life. And I really want to specifically address individuals who just work their absolute booties off. Like you are a grinder, you are a hustler, you're addicted to the hustle, you're on go mode all the time. And you might not even realize it, but your worth is really tied up in your work. That you feel if you're not being productive, that you are not valued. If you're not doing that, no one loves you. If you're not moving things forward constantly, taking on the next challenge, the adventure, saying yes to everything, then what is the point? Where is my worth? And you just feel like, so blah and less than when you're not doing that. So this is something I've struggled with. I grew up in my upbringing was very much founded in academia, but also more so sports and achievement in sport. So I felt like, you know, working hard is an amazing thing for sure. And I'm not saying to not work hard, work hard and work diligently. But what I want to talk about is what your identity is in Um, And not putting our identity in our work, but putting our identity in who God created us to be. So first we have to acknowledge, am I putting my identity in my work? If I am not productive that day or quote unquote productive for what I call productive, if I don't get my 50, 50 things done that day that I deemed as this is what makes me worthy, valuable individual in the world, then I'm going to hate myself that's you putting your identity into your work. If you feel like you can't take a vacation, you can't take one day off a week, then you're idolizing work and you are removing God from having control over your life. You're saying, no thanks, God. I got it under control. I don't need your help. And what happens when we do this and we put our identity in our work, when we put our identity into productivity and controlling the calendar and controlling what God's trying to do and not ever resting, we get burnout, we stress, we have anxiety, we have depression. Because what happens when our worth is in our work, the second we have a bad day, we are just downhill emotionally. And I've totally been there. So we have to bring awareness to if this is where our identity lives, because if we don't have awareness, we can't actually shift and turn away from our old ways. And this is, this I will say is a hard thing to rewire because culture sells us on hustle is the way. But what if you were able to work really hard and really diligently and really specifically in alignment, in attachment with God, What would that look like? Well, it would look like you not having to control everything. So you wouldn't have stress. You wouldn't have burnout. You wouldn't have worry. You wouldn't have anxiety. You wouldn't have depression. You would have peace. So even if it was a bad day, you would have peace because you knew that God's got it under control. I did everything I could control. God's got a plan. 
God, what do you need me to do today? God, where did I misstep? Where is the redirection? What you also get with that is you get the power of God in your life moving. You don't have to do it alone. The best business partner, the best boss that you could ever ask for. Which is amazing. Like that fired me up when I realized this, my business, my ministry is not about me. It is about God's kingdom. And he is my boss. I only work for him. I do not work for approval of man. I do not, and man being other people and myself. I only work for God's approval. So if I'm constantly living in integrity with wanting to approve God, that's going to fire you up. It fires me up. I have a lot more joy because of it. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean it's not painful. But I have a lot more peace of mind knowing that I'm living in integrity with what God told me to do and not trying to chase something that is temporary and always ever changing. Like work is always ever changing. What people think of you is always ever changing. But what God thinks of you stays the same. He tells you that you are loved even before you do anything. You are worthy. He is going to provide. He is your healer. He is your savior. He is your Lord. Even before you do anything. That's how much he loves you. So identity, we must remove this identity in our work, identity in what we're doing. And work, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and your work is not traditional work. But being a mom is work. And if your identity is in being a parent and not being a child of God, you will never be able to be the best parent that you were called to be because everything is going to depend on the opinions of your children. That's why this is so important for any element of work that you're in. I'm breaking free from this cycle of hustle and go. So asking yourself and asking God, what does it look like for me to work hard and not be in a stressed out burnout mode all the time. If you are looking for a book in the Bible to read on how to build obedience and how to build Holy Spirit intentionality in everything that you do in life, from your career to your relationships, to your communication, to your finances, go read Proverbs and read it slow. Ask God to show you how it applies to your life how he wants you to apply it to your life, how he wants you to lead other people to apply it to their life. It will rewire your brain on how you see work, relationships, money, purpose, all of it. Go read it. It's it's 30, 31, 31 chapters. So you can read one per day, per month, and then depending on the month, you can add a second one on that last day. I talked about this in my last episode, obedience equals blessing. Sometimes, though, the blessing is, it's, you know, not immediate instant gratification. It's a slow and steady blessing. What I mean by that is, let's use the example of when you're training for something. So when you're training for something, if, if you've never ran a marathon or you've never trained for something physically, Imagine yourself doing this or imagine yourself doing the thing that you've trained for before. When you're training for a marathon, it takes months before your body is fully like 
ready and healthy to be able and strong enough to run the full marathon. And to get up there, it's gradual, right? And you have to be obedient and diligent and specific in your training plan. And it builds upon itself. But you don't want to experience the blessing of doing the race, the adrenaline of the race, the gifts of being a part of the race until the day that you run the race. But you trained for like six months leading up to that. And you didn't just run. You you ate healthy. You drank water. You always were staying hydrated. You were stretching. You were fueling your body with specific foods. You were getting enough rest. You might have even been going to the gym and doing lifts in between runs. It was a whole thing. You mentally were preparing yourself, how you were speaking to yourself. You purchased gear that was going to help you be successful. It was a thing. And then it was for a blessing that was in the future. So there was a lot of suffering in that. You didn't want to have to get up at four o'clock in the morning and run before work. You didn't want to have to eat your vegetables and eat protein again and avoid the sugar. You weren't interested in stretching, but you knew if you didn't, you were going to hurt yourself. You didn't want to have to do the weights because you were already burnt out and tired of working out for the week. But you knew if I get strong now, I will not hurt myself later. I will be able to run the race at the pace that I was created to run the race. So sometimes the obedience becomes or comes before the blessing comes, which means you will not know the full picture of what God's telling you. You may not fully understand what God is telling you and why he's asking you to relinquish your work, relinquish your money, relinquish your um, relationships and your time. But you know he's saying, like, trust me, give me all of your life. Let me pour into every area of your life. You hear him saying that, and you may not know what's going to come of that. But you don't need to know. You don't need to know. It's not our job to know. Faith is believing and taking a step in the unseen. It's the assurance of the unseen. So that you can experience long-term the blessing. In culture, we love the instant gratification. We love feeling the high of the instant gratification. And it's easy to to see why. You know, it comes with a lot of shiny things. It comes with a lot of benefits, instant benefits, but benefits that do not last long. Beauty fades, folks. Beauty fades. So when you see obedience and you're feeling the suffering in the refinement, you're feeling, oh my gosh, I'm being stretched. God, how much longer do we have to do it this way? Why is it this way? Get excited for what is coming. Be grateful for what is currently because there is long-term gain to your obedience. We talked about sex and soul ties in the last episode. Part of being obedient in the short term of a relationship and in your short term of your singleness and dating season is to be able to build a really healthy, strong marriage that does not break and is stand stands firm in Christ. So you may feel sometimes when you're in obedience, like, oh, this is such a suffering moment. I've experienced that. Literally yesterday, I was just feeling like so stretched and just emotionally tapped out. And I was reminded that joy is coming. Joy always comes and fall joy always follows the obedience joy always follows the suffering always follows it example being 
Christ died on the cross for our sins. I don't think he was happy about having to go get up on that cross. But what he was happy about is that he knew he was going to be seated at the right hand of his father. So some other items is Abraham was obedient and he waited for a son. Jacob waited 14 years for his wife. He was obedient. Joseph waited for his purpose. Mary waited 30 years for the promise of her son to be the Messiah. Esther waited 12 months to become queen. The Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years. Ruth waited for her husband. Job waited in the suffering. David waited to become king. And again, Jesus waited to begin his ministry. Nothing good came because of instant gratification. Obedience equals blessing. And it takes a lot of patience. So replace your need to be in control with a desire to be faithful to your father and do what he asks of you. And yes, for all those individuals working their booties off, and maybe you're even in a suffering season right now, I just want to say to you, God is coming. The promises are real. He loves you. He is providing for you. And he has laid a path in front of you that will happen. Stay patient. Stay connected to the Holy Spirit. Stay obedient to what he is asking of you. People are coming to Christ because of your obedience. Generational strongholds and curses are changing because of your obedience. Your willingness to surrender more and more and more to God is allowing you to walk out the purpose he has for you and not your own worldly purpose. Dying to your flesh is a good thing. It's a hard thing, but it is a good thing. God sees your obedience. He sees it. He's going to bless it. He's already blessing it. Now I just pray that you open your eyes to the blessings. Some of the blessings may not be how you quote unquote wanted it, wanted them to go. He is blessing us always, but is it in the way we wanted it to be? And in every season, blessings are going to look different. Happiness is going to look different. Emotions are going to look different. And something I'll say with the refinement and like there's a scripture around new wineskins is there's grief with refinement. When you're constantly dying to your flesh and you are killing off the old and turning away from your old ways and stepping into new every single day, you are dying to your flesh. You're dying to your ego. You're dying to your own desires. And y'all, that's tough. I am learning that deeply right now with friendships, relationships in my business, in this podcast. There's so many things I would rather be doing than, you know, obeying to what God is calling me to in those relationships and friendships and in this podcast. But what I care most about is honoring my father and glorifying my father because this is about eternity. This is not about what happens here on this earth and what makes me feel good. So I may not feel good about it, but at least I know I'm in integrity with God. And that means going to wise counsel, going to friends, going to the Bible, going to God in prayer and asking him, God, what do you see for this area that I'm really suffering in and really frustrated with? Help me, guide me, teach me. He will. You ask him for scripture, he will show you. You ask him to speak through other people, he will bring people. Pray, open up your word. And get into community. Do not do life alone. Life is as 
is already hard enough. Cannot imagine trying to do an obedient, faith-centered life alone. And then put on top of that, like, you've got goals and purposes and relationships and all these things that you need wisdom. God will give you that wisdom, but you got to get around some people. Cannot be doing it alone. Obedience equals blessing. Blessing sometimes takes some patience. So I challenge you, dive in, go all in with Jesus. Your identity lives in him. You are worthy and loved in him, regardless of what's happening at work. Live in integrity, though, always. Read Proverbs so you can learn how to walk out career. You can learn how to walk out purpose, finances, relationships, communication. Proverbs is such a book of wisdom. I really challenge you this week, start right now. Today is day one of Proverbs 1 through 31. Write in the comments what your favorite Proverbs is and why. And then share it with a friend. Post it on social media. Encourage other people to do the same. Link arms with someone and say, I'm going to read Proverbs. Will you do it with me this month? I think today's the 17th so that you have until... 17th of next month, which is beautiful. I love you guys. Let's pray. I'm just so excited for what God's going to reveal to you when you read Proverbs. Lord, thank you for the wisdom that you give us through your word. I just pray that every single one of us listening, myself, that we can hear your wisdom, your love, your guidance through your word every single day, that we do not take it lightly, that we spend time with you daily in the quiet hours of the morning, in the evening, in the middle of the day to get filled up by the Holy Spirit, that we don't try and control or manipulate or coerce your plan, Lord, but instead we just surrender it fully. We follow you and we trust you. And we know that refinement is not always comfortable, but I just pray that each person embrace refinement. I think of that song, Maverick City, set a new fire, something like that. Like set a new fire, set a blaze in these individuals, Lord, set a blaze in me so that we can live set apart from culture and help build your kingdom and live for each and have eternal perspective, Lord. I just pray that each individual listening has eternal perspective. We hand this all over to you, God. We trust you. We love you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for teaching us the power of obedience. And thank you for blessing us for our obedience and giving us self-control. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. If this was supportive, if you find that this would be supportive for other people, please share, like, comment, subscribe, review all the goods. It is just an absolute pleasure to be here with you guys weekly. I thank you for all your support in sharing and getting this message out because this mission is not about me. This mission is about God. And you get to be a part of that by linking arms together for what God is doing in our community. Love you guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Break Free on Purpose podcast. Like, share, subscribe for more. See you next time. Peace.